0: I'd been promoted to media relations associate more quickly than anyone in company history, or so I'd been told. To the meeting, said Harper, the duh implied. In her place. What? I was sure I'd heard her wrong. Like, on her behalf? Yeah, said Harper. Read your email for once. She folded her hands on top of her desk and raised her eyebrows at me clearly planning to watch me while I logged into my account. Even though I'd been warned, my heart still started racing when I opened my inbox and saw four separate emails from Joanna at the top. Each of the subject lines began with urgent. I opened the most recent first and read aloud. Seriously, Rose, I almost hope you actually are dead, because at least then I'd know I hadn't been completely insane when I promoted you last month. And it's not that you're suddenly and inexplicably unreachable, but that you've been run over by a bus. I looked back at Harper, who was doing a very bad job pretending not to laugh. I continued to read. If you are still alive and want any hope of redeeming yourself for falling so maddeningly silent these past 60 minutes, you will go to my 10 AM. As you have no doubt already heard, We're working on putting together a rebrand package for Archie Fox. Weaver, Daniels, and Fitz will all be there. So your job is more or less to be the music person in the room. Do not mistake me. This does not mean that you should speak. Don't look at anyone more than necessary, and especially not Archie. Take detailed notes and email them to me immediately afterward. You are only there to keep them accountable. Do you understand? Please, for the love of God, email me before 10 to tell me you understand. Joanna. I got to the end of the email and shook my head, feeling both terrified and incredibly flattered that Joanna Gerard had referred to me as a music person. I looked back over to Harper. You are so lucky, she said. How do you figure? I asked. But of course I knew what she meant. Joanna was terrifying, and the other three were even worse. I was about to be in way, way over my head. But I was also about to meet Archie Fox. Effortlessly charming, famously flirty, boyishly handsome Archie Fox, international pop star and the number one crush of, oh, about a billion or two women worldwide, I typed up a quick reply to Joanna's email. I'm sorry for my delayed response. I understand, and I'll be there. And before I could back out of the whole thing altogether, I pressed send. What I knew about Archie Fox before walking into the meeting was as follows. He was 24 years old, British and blew up about five years ago when an amateur video of one of his open mic night performances got a million views on YouTube within 36 hours. Unlike many YouTube sensations, however, he actually had the goods to support a career. And before the world even had time to process what was happening, his dimpled smile and shaggy hair were everywhere. Not that I could complain about that. He had one or two songs that I really liked maybe not the kind of tracks I'd ever put on a party playlist, not if I was trying to impress people with my eclectic tastes anyway, but the kind of thing I'd happily sing along to in the car. He seemed charming in person, speaking in a slow, deep drawl. Though there was less of that now that he was ducking out of interviews, avoiding paparazzi, and blowing off red carpets. And that was kind of the problem. Okay, wait, Remind me where he is in the tour right now, I said. Harper sized me up with her arms crossed, and then reached over to unravel the black velvet ribbon she had just wrapped around my neck. He just finished up in Europe. Oh my God, you didn't see that vine from his last night in Madrid? With the hip thrust? She tossed her head back in feigned ecstasy. It probably killed about 10,000 girls in that stadium. No, somehow I missed that one. I said, while she held her leather jacket up against my chest. I need you to stop transferring your entire outfit onto me before you're naked, okay? Listen, don't blame me when Archie's like-